Who works with me? She used to be the bartender at Chuck. Alright, cool. And she, I mean, she's fairly... I think put together. Not... Right, everyone at that club is fairly oh, put together. Oh, she's trying to get her tattoos removed, though. Right, oh, see? Oh, that's gonna hurt a lot more. You were so, yeah. and they were locked. Like it goes across her chest and down her arm. Oh, she's getting rid of all of them. She wants to get rid of all of it. She's like, I'm a different person now. I'm like, but are you? Like that was part of you. Yeah, like you, you want them for a reason. And so now you're gonna try to get rid. I would think the scarring or the discoloration or whatever it is. Is that who you want to be? Yeah. Because now you did explain that. Like, oh, I had tattoos. Like, oh, oh yeah, I had tattoos. So I took out them all. It doesn't look good either. It looked this. Colleen, she got her tattoos removed. Which is funny because she got like a cross and a Bible verse tattoo like right on her wrist. So like trying to remove a cross from your hand, like I'm not religious, but oh, like, there's yeah. got to be a thing about that, right? We didn't scratch this stuff off Dad's Jeep. <laughs> like that's okay. <laughs> it says we, it, the Jeep is lifted and it says lifted by Jesus. But like the, <laughs> we bought it that way. He's like, I'm not the taking that off. starting the phrase, so it says lifted by Jason. He's like, I'm not going to be the one to scream off Jesus' name. <laughs> but like, even, it just looks, it's just bad optics. Like, that's the funny thing about like crosses. So what, what really changed my view on crosses is um, when I was in high school, uh, you remember Armando? Yes. His cousin does tattoos, apparently, or something. And he's like, yo man, he'll do whatever you want. Like, he'll do lions, he'll do crowns. You like crosses, he'll do crosses. And I was like, oh, it's a fashion symbol. It's yeah. just a fashion state. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, well, that, and especially, like, getting deeper into, like, a lot of fashion, like, Rick Owens has, like, a lot of crosses, um, Louboutin, not Louboutin, uh, Chrome Hearts, like, brands like that, like, they'll just do crosses just because, like, they look cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not a good enough reason. Stars look cool. Yeah, but, like, no, imagine stars. doing, like, a star and crescent, and people are like, oh, are you Muslim? Like, no, it's just cool design. And you're like, Oh, I was just thinking stars. 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 Yeah. Um, in my barracks room, <laughs> I used to have glow in the dark stars on my ceiling. I actually have little. Because I'm a child. Need. Do they glow in the dark? No, they don't. But they're gold. So they have like this like indent in my my room that has like a slanted ceiling, and I kind of want to put like the stars there. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I have like a little moon lamp. Isn't it nice? Are you and like? <gasps> I love it. It changes colors. I'm like. Oh yes, that's, that's really nice. I, oh, I think I should have a. I save because you're that really, really like hippie kind. Nandi, right? na, yeah, Nandi, cut it out. Nandi, not at the table. No. I love how I've been trying to get you to speak up in the mic this whole time, mm-hmm. and you spoke up for telling the dog not to do something. So that was the warm up. Um, just want to make sure this mic works because we haven't used it in a while. Just dusting it off right now. So this is a kind of update to Blurred Lines. Haven't done this in a minute. So uh, the new Netflix anime Yasuke just came out, which is hilariously based on a true story. Like a lot of the characters in there, like they are real. And then it's just super not. So, you know, they had a lot of magic and like look that looked like full metal alchemist the mechs look more like neon genesis or neon genesis even Gundam than like mm-hmm. a um than like gundam there might yeah, be more of like you know, picked up on a bunch of uh different anime references like uh jojo's the stands 
with the one other <laughs> character. So the read. reason why I haven't gotten into JoJo is because I feel like there's too many episodes for me to start now. I disagree. How many episodes is, are there? I honestly couldn't tell you, but. <laughs> <laughs> but <too> many. <laughs> are we like talking about like One Piece? No. Oh no! No no no. Are we talking Naruto? No. Because Naruto's up to like you six thousand. It's, it's it's like in the twenties. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so it's, it's oh, like Wait, wait, wait. No, because this is the second version, though, right? Because I thought there was, like, a JoJo they made in the 80s or something like that. Like, an 80s show, and then this is the new one. Yes, yeah, so we're talking about the new one. Okay, yeah, okay. All right, I might give it to it. Yeah. Because 20 episodes isn't that bad. Highly recommended. But, yeah, definitely a bunch of different anime references I picked up on, so it's kind of fun to kind of look at. It's like. that borderline between love letter to anime and ripping off. It's, like, right on the edge. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of, like, ripping off a couple band-aids, too. I was like, mm, I don't know about that, but let's <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> well, the, I mean, I so positives, first and foremost. Um, the music is top-notch. And, like, the sound design to me, that's what really jumped out to me because um, anime actually, like, the best anime to me, you can tell that they've really invested their time in it because you look at things like Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo and um, Megalobox, mm-hmm. this season especially, has, because so this season Megalobox is um, vaguely Mexican. Okay. Like, it, like they have, they talk about immigrants a lot. Like mm-hmm. they, they, there's a lot of issues with immigrants, and there's a lot of like Spanish guitar, Mexican guitar that's used, and mm-hmm. it's really, really pretty. But like, it's also making you not ask too much. Like, wait a minute, how are Mexican immigrants going to Japan because of a typhoon? But you can tell that they're just like, all right, listen, just this is a world where people strap robot arms to their fists so they can box harder. Don't ask too many questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you can kind of tell with. Like, the sound design is, like, how I can see, like, oh, okay, you really, really cared. And I didn't really, it didn't really hit me until I kind of noticed that, like, the music never overpowered the vocals or the speaking and vice versa. Like, everything came in at the right time. And so I was like, oh, okay, whoever produced this, which I'm not sure if that was Flying Lotus, but I know Flying Lotus did the music, and if I'm geeking out about Flying Lotus, it's because I love Flying Lotus. I can tell. I love <laughs> Flying Lotus. Well, here's the reason why. is because music nerd alert, black people created techno in the 80s in Detroit, which was not my first guess of who created techno. I thought it was like five German guys in, <laughs> in like a random club in Berlin or just like hitting buttons. But it was created by black guys in Detroit, and you haven't really seen black guys make electronic music ever since like African Bombada. And like... You know what I mean? Like, so seeing a guy who did stuff in a really different way and it wasn't straight up hip hop beats. Mm. It wasn't Dilla. It wasn't P-Rock. It was something different. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. And his movement kind of birthed that whole Thundercat. And um, who did I see a couple years ago? Uh, what's his name? Gaslamp Killer. Like, he birthed a lot of that, like, weirdo music movement so seeing flying lotus on this kind of showed me like oh they're serious about the music Mm -hmm. like they're not playing around with a black story being written by black people about a black guy and they're not messing around at all with the music so that's why i was so excited about that and hearing thundercat in the theme song i was like like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> well, listen man if you make a song called dragon ball do rag you need to make an anime theme song 
Go listen to that song. It's hilarious. I will. It's 10 out of 10 hilarious. But that was the positives to me. What did you see in that show that you were like really jazzed about? I would have to say the animation that they put into. Um, it's not like the new style you see now in uh, the newer animes, but also not kind of like the, the older style. So I kind of like how they kind of... Like what animes are you talking about as far as the new ones? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Like, do they have like really pointy chins sometimes? Like the, <laughs> like the, the newer, newer ones. It did kind of look like they took their time with the characters. and like They did. Yeah. They really, really did. This animation style... So there's no kids in it, which kind of is no, hard to say. Like, well, I mean, not like in like Full Metal Alchemist or Naruto mm-hmm. or something like that. Oh, okay, like um, children are main characters. Right, right. So it was a little bit hard because this gave me strong Full Metal Alchemist vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the animation. And... I kind of expected it to look like the... I call them American animes. So your Avatar, um, Ruby, Castlevania, Dragon's Dogma. Um, there's another one that's coming out soon. But Wasn't uh, Zeus? Uh, Blood of Zeus yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It didn't look like that. Because those look like Americans trying to do anime. Which which isn't a bad look. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked Castlevania a lot. And I li- part of it was that really striking art style. Especially for, like, Dracula. Mm-hmm. And Alucard. Like, it looked really, really good. But this felt like a throwback. And that's what I kind of liked about it. Yeah. I also liked how they have a couple characters where I can easily hate on. Like, right off the bat. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this. Do you mean, like, full hate? Or do you mean, like, kind of annoying? Um, full hate. Okay, let's yeah. go. <laughs> um, Spoilers for the first two episodes to follow. We're only doing the first two episodes tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one samurai guy, which I do not remember his name. I'm terrible at names. First that was my issue too. They didn't yeah. do enough with the names. Because mm-hmm. you really have to, especially in anime, you really have to remember their names. Me, I'm faces. I'm like, oh, that one character with the so-and-so-and-so-and-so. But, um... <laughs> So that one character with so and so and so and so, um, and then the the priest, which I'm very happy with the priest um, character. I know he has a lot of different tricks up his sleeve so far, so it's, he's going to be more despicable towards the end. I can see, so I'm very excited about that. Yeah, and I mean, even the characters that you can tell are like your Krillins, mm-hmm. like that Ichiro kid <laughs> is definitely going to like. He's the Krillin. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I have my mom here as well who's kind of listening in. We'll call her the producer. And in Dragon Ball, Krillin was like so... Krillin wanted so bad to be like this world warrior who was like the greatest champion of all time. And every new arc, he would just get his face kicked in by the villain. And they'd be like, oh no, what are we going to do? Stop sending Krillin to fight these interdimensional fight gods. Mm-hmm. That's how, like, he would, and it's funny too, because like, even play, Legend, you know, my brother, he doesn't watch anime at all, but he's really good at Dragon Ball. And it took us like three or four tries until, and like, he just kept hitting randomly learning characters. He's like, why would anyone ever choose Krillin? Who I'm picks surprised, Krillin? Yeah, I'm surprised that was even an option. Well, it's either that or like nine different kinds of Goku. <laughs> Have you seen that character select screen? Uh, 
I mean, it's Goku, though. There's Goku, Super Saiyan Goku, <laughs> Super Saiyan 2 Goku, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Goku, Super Saiyan Blue Goku, Goku Ultra Instinct, Goku GT. There are seven different versions of Goku. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, it's Dragon Ball. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> the bigger the hair, the better. Yeah, when Legend... So it was funny because it doesn't actually say what it means. It just says S-S-G-G-S-S. And he's like, S-S-G-G-S? Like, what the hell? Like, he's like looking at it and he goes... And it's funny. So when I do Legend's voice, I do the high voice that he had when he was a kid. But his voice is actually very, like, monotone now. So, Super Saiyan God! Super Saiyan! What? (laughs) What even is that? Four. He hasn't sounded like that he, since oh he was like. He doesn't sound like that at all. I, I make him sound like because he probably has a deep voice in you. Yeah. I make him sound like Elmo, and I've been doing it for like. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I've been doing it for. I'm like, surprised voice can get that high. The best part is that Valor will do it. My other brother will do it too. So like, according, apparently in our minds, he's been six <laughs> for like twenty years. Um. So Goku, Dragon Ball. Um, backtracking yeah i am but no like that, that was oh characters yeah mm-hmm. character okay yeah ichiro is definitely yeah see i got there yep. but yeah you can tell like kind of who the characters are going to be and even like they didn't do a great job introducing the characters names mm-hmm. um i keep going back to cowboy bebop and uh what's the other one that i love not akira that doesn't quite count because that's the movie ghost in the shell i remember major i remember spike i remember jet i remember Faye. i remember ed Mm-hmm. Like, I remember those names. And here, I remember Yasuke. I remember Saki. I remember Oda. I don't even know who Oda is. He's the one who died at the beginning. Oh. That they keep going to in flashbacks. Yikes. <laughs> but the only reason I know him is because, like, I read history and he's, like, a, he's a real person. Mm-hmm. Like, if he wasn't a real person, I'd be like, yeah, you know, the master or whoever. So, that's kind of the thing that... That's my only criticism is just, like, I don't really... I don't remember these characters' names, mm-hmm. a lot of them. Well, we're still in the first two, se- two seasons, two episodes. There's only six. Yeah. I mean... If fun. I don't know your characters when we're a third of the way through the season. <laughs> like, imagine if we were doing this with, like, a 20-episode season. Like, like imagine watching a show for, like, 20 episodes and, like, six episodes in, you were like, oh, that's his name. Like, that's kind of how I feel about it. Mm. It's good. But like, I kind of like it that way though, because like sometimes I, I see that they kind of overplay with their names. I'm like, they don't need to, need to say his name every time. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So I don't say like, hey, Brayden, do this. No, if you're our friend, then you call me Brian for a year and a half. <laughs> or the guy from the pizza place today, Raven. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I kind of like. There's it. sometimes where I'm like gonna fight you to the death over my name. <laughs> then there's sometimes where it's like. I talked to you over the phone 20 minutes ago and then showed up to pick up a pizza and I probably won't see you again. Yeah. It's fine. You're, you're just going to look at your receipts at the end of the night when, when I pay and be like, oh, it was Braven. <laughs> Whoops. And that's it. That's the end of story. That's <laughs> um, How did you feel about the racial aspect of it? Interesting. Um, I don't know how they would have named... Him because they they obviously knew his name at a point, but they they also called him Black. So I'm like, how did they know that, or did they have a different name for Black back then, or just kind of like the, 
I guess kind of going back to like the historical. I don't know how to say that. How to frame that. So we should say really quickly, this is loosely based off of history. So they talk about like Oda on on Nobunaga, and they talk about like the Mongol invasion of Japan, mm-hmm. and then like in the next breath. They'll say the reason why the Mongols were able to conquer these <laughs> islands was because of their superior mech power. Yep. And it's like seriously like something on a Gundam wing. Like it looks like Pacific Rim. <laughs> and you're like, pretty sure the Mongols didn't have <laughs> Jaegers from Pacific Rim, yeah, but buddy. they brought up the robots super fast. I was like, okay, like we're going here. You know, like the first 20 seconds. Do you appreciate that more or less? Like do you prefer the buildup or do you prefer... Because I have two examples. Mm, I accept it for what it is because I still okay. don't know what the direction that we're going ahead, which I, I do appreciate because I don't like when I can tell where the, the story's going. So when it just starts. I on one hand I appreciate it because have you ever seen Goodfellas? I can't say I have. It's good. Check it out. It's it's good. It's good, but it's not like make or break. You have to watch it. Like, it <laughs> it's good. You'll like it if if you like gangster movies, you'll like it. But like the first scene of the movie. They're driving, and they open up the trunk, and they shoot this guy like seven times in the back of the trunk. And you're like, oh, cool, <laughs> let's do it. And then the other example is uh, another anime I really like, King and Ashura. It's like a 20 episode, there's two parts, and there's 20 episodes. It's on Netflix, that one check out, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And it starts out as like a martial arts Netflix, or an anime. And you're like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, I can roll with this. And the premise is like, corporations no longer have like mergers and discussions and acquisitions they just send two people to fight interesting and the winner oh like to participate yeah these customers but no 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 so it's like (laughs) so i don't want to say where i work so it's like if my company was trying to buy another company and the other company didn't want to sell and they were like braven go fight their champion and if we win you we buy the company like, we take the company. Interesting. It's really, really... And I'm like, okay, this is weird, but I can roll with it. And then, like, the first... Like, the, probably the first 75% of the show, you're like, okay, cool. It's, like, a lot of fighting. It's, mm-hmm. you know... But it's not, like, Mortal Kombat. It's not... And then, out of nowhere, just, like, vaguely talked about in, like, the first episode, and that's it, is, like, it turns into, like, full-on anime. We're throwing fireballs and Hadoukens, like... Like, and we're... This is a demon son of an ancient mythological hero who was yeah, the greatest the fighter and I was, I was like, like okay oh <laughs> sure. okay cool no let's roll like, we got this um but I was like kind of cool with that and on the flip side on the flip side of that though and this is where we talked to the producer mm-hmm. do you remember that movie that um was basically two movies in one yes I can't down. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, The Good Liar. The Good Liar, yes. I was so excited for that movie, too. Was it the one with the Denzel? No. That was something else. No, what's her face? I want to say Helen Mirren. Yeah, it's Helen Mirren. It is Helen Mirren? Mm -hmm. I was going to say Judi Dench otherwise. No. No, it is Helen Mirren, yeah. It's just Helen Mirren. So, it starts out, and it was based off of a book, which I feel like matters. But it's, uh, who played Magneto? I'm old... terrible with names. Faces, I know. Ian, Ian McClellan. Yeah, yeah, Ian McKellen. Oh, I was going to say John Luke Picard. No, that was Patrick Stewart, and he played Professor X. Oh, okay. But no, so it starts out as this movie that's like 
basically a con man is trying to talk to this woman and con her out of her like life savings and he's an older man and like that's what he's been doing for years and you're like cool okay like i can roll this and you're like kind of uncovering the story and it's almost like a whodunit kind of yeah and then out of nowhere it turns into a plot about how when he was a kid he raped one of her sisters huh in World War Two, and then snitched on their family to get him abducted by the Nazis or something. It turned into a full-on another movie. Like halfway through, no warning. Like, what? <laughs> what? It's like the director was like, "Hey, like, what if we did this idea?" And then like, like actually backtrack that. Yeah. Let's go with this idea instead. Like, tur- we we call it two for one because it turned into a two for one special. <laughs> and both of them were good. The, the, here's the thing: both those movies were good, and I would have liked to have seen how each of those movies played out. Yeah, did they come if... together at least? Or it's kind of like a yeah. They kind of ran parallel. They didn't. I don't think they intersected too much. No, because the thing is, she explained the whole story and, like, okay, so here's what happened. My brother pauses movies to discuss movies as they happen, like we have running DVD commentary. <laughs> I hate me. that with a passion. <laughs> I If we want to talk, we'll talk after the movie because that's what humans you can't do. You have to stop it right there. I know. That's why it was so hard. I'm like, oh, are, are we going to watch it and record it? Because I have so many things I want to like, comment on. Yeah, you got to see it right there. No, because yeah. then you miss the movie. Or the show or whatever you you're watching. It. Oh yeah. No, we're not doing that. Are we just, it's, like a... it's been 21 minutes already. You think I'm going to stop something, <laughs> talk for 21 minutes, and then restart it? Yeah. But also have to go back? Well, that's going to be like full-blown conversation. Just it's cook a little... No, like, no, yeah. it's our, it's, no, it's our family. They're going to be full-blown <laughs> conversations. And then somebody's going to be reminded... Hey, wait a minute. When do you work tomorrow? Because I was thinking about going. No, keep it running. But um, stay on track. No, so like, I in like so I hate pausing it. But I paused it at one point because I was like, wait, wait, hold on, what? And I looked and like they've already like laid out this whole plot about this guy's a con man and he steals from all these people and she's gonna be the last one and he's gonna go back to his island or whatever and this is it. Mm. And then they kind of vague, and then they're traveling across Europe, and they kind of vaguely reference things like in World War Two. I was like, okay, cool. And then she drops that on us, like that she's. Oh, that's my dog. He's yeah. upset that he's not outside. So he's probably looking in the window. Yeah, because there's like a bench over there, so he's like. But yeah, yeah, that face. But the thing is, like, so she like just drops his bow. She's like, I know who you are, whatever your name was. And he was like, what? How would you know that? And so I paused it. And I'm like, how the hell do we have 42 minutes left? (laughs) We've gone through so much story. This has been nothing but exposition since like the opening minute. It really was. It was all just build up to like the very last half hour to 15 minutes of the movie break. I wouldn't even say the last half hour. Because we hit that 45 minute mark. And they still explain more. At, at the way, almost towards the way in, like the way into the movie, she actually like kind of Scooby Doo style explains everything. <laughs> yeah. That went on and that happened, and you're like, "No, wait a minute." Wow. Okay. So had you not done this, I would have done this, and then we did this. Ha! You had, and then we did. This. And she explained everything, and we're like. What? what was everything that we sat through? And there are two. But here's the thing: it sounds like it's a bad movie, and it's not because they. We all know that Ian McKellen and Helen Mirren can act, like they're really good. They, yeah, they they are, but just it was very oh. surprising. 
It was a surprising... When I saw that it was based on a book, it made more sense because I can see that being something that you'd read, like, they would flash so, back yeah, and they would probably tell out. those two stories at the same time in a book. Yeah, because he kills this guy in a subway, and I'm like, why? And I think that had more explanations in the book. Remember when he killed the guy in the subway yeah. and they walked off and we're like, what was that about? Yeah. Like, was like, it just so he could get the money shot of somebody dying in the subway? Yeah, because like, he didn't explain it before and he didn't explain it after. He just, just happened. killed the guy and walked off. But, it, like, do watch it. Because it actually is good. But, like, it, it is the kind of movie where, like, we looked it up on IMDb and it was, like, 50-50. And everyone was like, <laughs> why did they write it like that? And the thing that usually, I like, and if you've read any of my articles, I'm really good about, like, okay, this is how I would have done it. This is how I would have made it better. I don't know how you make that better. I feel like you just leave it as a book. <laughs> Maybe make it a TV show. Maybe add more details. It was a two and a half hour movie. Like, yeah. Like, what are you... Want, more direct me to where you want me to go. It was already two and a half hours. Yeah, but they didn't tell us where to go. They just kind of put us out in the woods with a compass and said, here you go. Well, what do we hear that Later. guy say uh, in the video yesterday? Uh-huh. <laughs> Dark Souls taught me how to fight the same way that uh, taught me how to fight in the game, the same way that my dad told me how to mow the lawn. Mostly <laughs> by saying, hey, Patrick, go mow the lawn. Like, that's how he learned. <laughs> um, but, now back to Yasuke. I... So, I, I do think that they are kind of doing like a, um, if you look at how the show is set up, and the fact that there's only six episodes, mm-hmm. it feels like what they probably did was they wrote the whole thing, and they just broke it off, and, and like, into episodes. Which, I think I like that. I think I do. What do you say you think? I've seen shows that try to do the chapter thing, and you can tell that that's not where they wanted to cut and it's like, I, you should have just made this a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like when you stop it, and this is the hard thing about streaming, how do you balance out, like in a TV show, like this is the argument that me and my brother had. Well, my brother my dad had. Would you rather binge something or would you rather wait week by week for it? Mm. Well, that depends if you're more into instant gratification. Because um, we I... could have watched all, all six of those. Back yeah, we back. could have. Yeah. There, it's good. Like, it's engaging. Mm-hmm. But then after it's done, then what? Because it's only six episodes for like 30 minutes. Well, there's that, but like also with me, it's like how many times in these stories do you end up recapping the same thing because maybe you don't... We were talking about this in the car. Mm-hmm. Maybe, hey, Dragon Ball, I love your fight scenes. I'm not kidding when I'm saying that there are fight scenes that last four episodes. Yeah. And Most of them is just streaming. Right, and like I think that's true. But at the time, I get it. You need to kind of fill out those episodes and you have a contract for every week. But I kind of wonder how Dragon Ball would be now if you're just going to do like, hey, listen, we're going to have eight one-hour episodes and one of these hours is just going to be straight up fighting the whole time and then we're going to get back. Like, I kind of wonder how they would do that with streaming. I don't know. I think they'll make Dragon Ball Z different. I think you're right. Yeah. And that's why I think is interesting about this anime so much is that like we're kind of seeing a lot of these Netflix anime are actually they came out in Japan like years ago. Mm-hmm. And oh, really? Netflix is just so like maybe not like years and years ago but like like Megalobox came out a year prior to Netflix and Hulu had getting it. And they're just the reason why Netflix calls it an original is because they have this deal with uh, BBC and 
forgot who in Japan. It's certain, it goes studio by studio in Japan, but where they're considered Netflix originals in America for um, for like licensing reasons. Like Peaky Blinders, that show's been on in, in England for years. Same with Great British Bake Off. Same with um, like any... Oh, that's true, yeah. Like all those shows have been on and they just call them Netflix originals here because that's how licensing works. And so I kind of, so this is kind of the first Netflix anime that's like, no, we made this in house. Mm-hmm. Like this is ours. And it's interesting to me that they made it six episodes and released it all at once. I think they may, just because it's so short, they may have to have a second season. But with it being historical, maybe not. But I, I, I have a feeling that it, there might be a second season. They will probably like just deviate from the history too. Most likely, they I mean they obviously they have, but because like this is at least like in a historic time where if you looked it up, you'd be like, okay, there were Mongols. There were like Yasuke did exist. There was a person named Yasuke. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just kind of wonder like. If there is a next season, what do you do? Because this is 1600s Japan. Mm-hmm. So, like, after this, do you go to 1650s? Like, is that going to be different enough? I think what they've done is just get the characters' names and, like, the, the stories that they have behind them and kind of create a story around those characters. And kind of say, like, oh, what happens if, you know, we add this and start introducing mechas or mages or wizards, whatever you call them, and kind of make it yeah. a own story. Yeah. I am interested in seeing how this goes, and it takes... I'm more of a video game guy, so it takes a lot for me to be interested in, like, a TV show like this. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, there it, there are a bunch of ways that it can go, and especially with, like, how we've seen the character written. It, it, it's interesting because, like... So, episode one starts, and he's just a basically a fisherman in a bar. After, you know, years after the, the kingdom falls. And episode two ends with him being pretty much the same, but, like, there's a whole journey. And that's the weird thing to me, too, is that, like, usually I'd be like, wait, nothing happened. I just wasted an hour. Mm -hmm. But it didn't feel that way. It felt like we learned a lot. And, like, everything felt justified, too. Like, there's a reason why they're back to where they started. And it's not because the plot said so. Yeah. It's more of, um, I think they're grounding the characters first. Yeah. I've noticed sometimes that some animes, and I think that's why they kind of lost them sometimes, is that they they put these characters and they, they say, oh, this person's important just because, and they never really ground the characters into something more tangible or something I can relate to. So I think that's what they what I appreciate about this anime, um, and among other things too, but it's something that I did notice. I think this is a unique one because my favorite anime are like, I call them do-nothing animes. Where it's like, mm. you're not really, there's no world ending plot. Like Cowboy Bebop, I keep bringing it up, but Cowboy Bebop's <laughs> like that. There's no world ending plot. It's just about guys on a ship who are bounty hunters. Yeah. And they happen to meet this girl. And they happen to pick up someone else and their dog. It's more of like an adventure. Yeah, and like, that's it. And like, there is a story to it, but it's just kind of like, that's my favorite thing about anime is that, and this is why I kind of hate when people kind of crap on animes because when you look at it like there's a lot of anime that are, are just about like stuff like for every like full metal alchemist you have like hajime no ipo which is like a boxing anime and it's mm-hmm. just like what's the world ending plot here nothing it's just he wants to be the best boxer or, like there's that volleyball anime on crunchy roll 
He just wants to be the best high school volleyball Which player. Which is amazing, by the way, if you haven't seen I haven't, it. I haven't checked you, it out yet. I highly recommend. Is that good? It's, it's the feel-good, yeah, anime. Okay, that's, yeah. that's good. <laughs> but this is kind of like, it, it's that weird mixture between like, it definitely got some Samurai Champloo vibes. There's oh, yeah. going to be a lot of walking and talking in this show. Mm-hmm. Like, you can already tell there's going to be a lot of like... Well, again, six episodes, so maybe not that much. That's true. Yeah. It's going to be kind of like, uh, you remember, did you watch Afro Samurai? Yeah. I think it's going to be kind of like that. How there's like a fight every like 20, Absolutely. 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Like sometimes you got like two an episode. But I am excited to seeing how this goes because I think that you're going to see a lot of unique things as far as, you know, I mean, Lakeith Stanfield, his, I give Lakeith Stanfield a bunch of crap. It's all jokes, but like. He's had the same tone of voice in every movie I've ever seen him in. That's why I noticed the same thing. <laughs> He's also not acting at all. No. Like, that's just how he is, which I think really fits this character. But that's a, that's something, too. He, that voice always fits his characters. I don't know how he does it. Did you he see... He did it on purpose. Hmm? He did it on purpose. Yeah, because like, did you see him in um, Sorry to Bother You? No. Gotta watch that. Especially with those earrings, you gotta watch that. <laughs> yeah, no, it matters, I'm telling you. But in um, Atlanta, in Atlanta, too, that's how he talks. Because, <laughs> um, did you... That's did, where I discovered I liked him, in Atlanta. In Atlanta, yeah. Because <laughs> he has this line, the line that really got me is when he goes, uh, oh, he's like, why... He, he said, Donald Glover says something, because Donald Glover's like the very straight, like, cynical person in that show. And he said something. And he's like, you didn't, he's like, yo, that's just made up. And without missing a beat, like he goes, everything's made up next day. Well, and I was like, oh, I completely understand who this character is. Like, I got it. Like, I'm with it. That's a weird show, by the way, because like Brian Tyree Henry is in that show mm-hmm. as like a rapper, like an aspiring rapper. And Donald Glover's in that show is like not a funny person at all. And Lakeith Stanfield's in that show is like, is this person on drugs? Is this person just one of those weird people that's, like, really into conspiracy theories? Who cares? Not me. <laughs> like, it's really... I gotta get back into that. I, I watched, like, the first... I think I watched the first season, and I just, like, didn't... Dropped it, yeah. Well, I'm bad habit of that. Well, because um, it took so long to come out on Hulu. Mm. It took, like, a year and a half. So I, I almost forgot about it. And then by the time it came out, I was like, I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah. Got stuff to do which now we don't because we're still in pseudo lockdown yeah we're in a panini but um <laughs> i've heard panini yet that's funny yeah really i've heard panorama like, yeah I, I heard panorama is the one i've heard the most yeah um but we're in a panini press um but that's awesome <laughs> but one of uh going back to the anime one of my favorite things that i like about animes in general are fight scenes and we haven't seen okay. too much of it yet but a lot of blood a lot of a lot of blood and gore. I kill Bill speak. amounts of yeah, kill gore. Bill. Yeah, so if you, it's, if you but like that. the thing is, it, it feels fun in the show. Mm. We watched um, what was that night that we remember? It was Yumi and Legend, and it was like basically dismemberment night. We watched like five different shows, and all of them ended up oh, with somebody yeah. being dismembered. Invincible, invincible. That on, sounds familiar. I feel like I've seen it. Well, in like the first episode is like super violent. And, like, for me, it was, like, it was getting to that uncomfortable point. Because, like, if it's cartoonish, like, silly, like, you cut off my arm and, oh, there's a geyser of blood. But, like, 
watching someone's eyes pop out of their head, I was like, Ugh. yeah. That's why I didn't really tangle with the new Mortal Kombat's because I was like, listen, I don't know how you guys are gonna do this. Are you guys gonna do this in a really silly, fun way, or am I gonna have to like watch tendrils being ripped out of somebody's chest when Kano does his heart rip? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you guys are gonna do it because it can be a little bit edgy for edgy's sake. I'm not trying to get with that. Yeah, that brings up a good point too. Um, I'm glad that they didn't kind of overdo it with this anime. Because I feel like when we first heard news that this was being produced, um, I think my biggest concerns were it falling flat. Like, just not living up to the hype. So I'm kind of glad that they're taking the pace that they are now and not kind of putting too much in so little episodes. Which, again, six episodes, so we haven't seen the whole thing yet. But so far, so good. Yeah, I think that is the most important thing on my end is definitely... You want this to. I want this to be a hit, and it's not just for the. I do like anime, and I. I but I yeah. want this to be a hit because, um, I do want black people to get more opportunities, and this is what I'm seeing here. The guy who wrote this is the guy who did the who is the guy who the directed King? the Boondocks. So oh, yeah. here, but here's the thing: you're telling me that it took you 15 years to get back on TV. Like, so the Boondocks died. Like, he has another anime that's on Netflix. It's kind of, it's more of a can, something can gears. Busters, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, bu- my my brother, he loves it. It's pretty good. Have you seen it? No, yeah. I it's I haven't finished it, which uh, it looks again. a little bit sillier than this. It, oh like, yeah, more it fun, is. More it fun, is. I it is. Say. Yeah, definitely lighthearted. Okay. But yeah. But still, like it, it's crazy to me that like. When did Boondocks go off the air? Like 2006, 2006? No, would have been 08 because there's the episode of um, of Obama. There, there's the Obama <laughs> episode that did happen, and the Chris Brown episode. Uh, so yeah, it would have been like 08, and now it's 2021. Mm-hmm. And like, has it really taken you this long to get back on TV? Or yeah, or maybe for something that was worth it. True. You know, like yeah. Remember we talked about this kind of with the other thing, but maybe he's waiting for something that he felt. What other thing? Uh, Captain America. Oh, yeah, he yeah. could actually stand behind and had this meme on and he felt proud about it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to take something just, oh, it's blank, but then you find out it's kind of not where you would have stood for that. Yeah. yeah. So I'd rather I'd rather you wait and feel proud of something that you, you have your name attached to than just throw all kinds of stuff out there because it fits the narrative of what is trying to be shoved into the public. Yeah. That's what I, I feel like they fell flat with with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen that yet. All I'm going to say about it is the guy who directed the series is the same guy who wrote Empire. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And this is what I've been saying. I can't... How many... What, what, what season did you stop on? I bet you I know. I don't even watch Empire. I just, I just, my friends talk about it. I was like, interesting that they, they continue. Season to... one is interesting. Mm. Taraji P. Henson's fantastic in it. She is excellent. Season two is what it is. <laughs> it's fine. I don't know any black person who watched season three. Alicia yes. Keys has purple hair in uh, season two. Interesting. Yeah, it's like a plum colored hair. Okay. 
But it's a weird thing because she makes the gay brother realize that he's not gay. Uh, and I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Are you making this person not gay for Alicia Keys because... It's Alicia Keys? Right. Yeah. Mm, but you bring up a good point. Just like not making something just because it's it's black and just kind yeah. of making art. Yeah, yeah. Don't just push it out there because you want to make sure that you are able to force that, you know, well, it's black, so I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Because I've... So many times I've seen something where I regret for that person that was in that movie. I'm like, okay. That's such a black woman thing. So you, I'm sorry for you. I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for you because you made a decision that may have seemed good at the time. Mm-hmm. You may have thought it was good advice. But now, the rubber met the road, and is it really that great still? Yeah. Like, people see this for the rest of their lives, and then another group comes and sees it for the rest of their lives, and this is who you are to them. So... When you were making that choice to be the person that's either going to be whatever black stereotype or whatever it is, was it really the valid choice, or were you, or did you just think, oh, but I could? Was it some sort of self gratification that led you to that decision that made that, that you made, and now not only did you not you, you you made a bad decision for yourself, but you perpetuated a myth or a stereotype or something some sort of false narrative again that doesn't even make anyone look good in any situation. So that's why I think it's really, so that's why I think if he stood, if he waited and he found something that he felt very comfortable doing and that he can get behind and when the next generation comes, it's still going to have good legs, I would so much prefer you do that than you look at it. People say things, oh, that didn't age well. Is that where you want to be? Is that where you want to be? You want to be that guy? No, you don't. You want to be the guy that says, wow, this stood the test of time. This is really good. And it's this and this and this. Mm. Instead of, eh, we can't really show that because it didn't really age very well. And nobody well, feels and comfortable with it. It's funny that you say that because the boondocks, there's a lot of stuff that didn't age well. But, like, that was the whole point of Riley's character. Like, Riley was the Riley was the dude who was trying to fight everybody, listening, you know, listening to gangster rap, hanging out with gangster rappers, called everybody gay if they weren't the exact icon of what masculinity was and that was the whole point of his character was kind of showing but I don't think that to me that one ages the way it ages because it was trying to show you because we got to the point that it was what, trying to get us to yeah. Well, and it was trying to show you like what where those people people those kind of thoughts are where they are and what created them and where they go it was just, just trying to show you the whole world of those thoughts but I'm talking more about things like when people like okay, let's Did talk about with Jane Captain Rock? America. No, oh. and I don't want to see that. I'm old enough to have seen so many slavery movies and movies that don't actually. I am tired. Okay, I'm tired of seeing movies and I'm tired of seeing hearing narratives and see, hearing things that don't actually provoke change and movement in the black community. I get it. Slavery happened, and you don't want to forget it, but. I also think it's time to look toward, toward a new light. So Django I think it's time was to do different things. Kind of weird because Django was a slave who killed all his, the slave owners, and it was very explosive. Well, I'll tell. Very, well, I have my opinions on even the, the director for that. I just don't. I'm not into it. Yeah, you're not a Tarantino fan. I'm not yeah, a Tarantino no. fan. Not one single bit. I don't know how that's. I yeah. So anyway, I'm not a Tarantino fan. Mm-hmm. So I can't say that I would. 
I wouldn't even watch the movie. I, but what I'm saying I is... I saw it, and I thought it was going to be more of, like, black guy as a cowboy, which... I'm signing me up for black that's cowboy That's, uh, movie. Idris Elba. That one oh, Idris Elba no, movie. no, it takes place in modern day Philadelphia. Well, he's on a horse. So. Right, it's a black guy on a horse <laughs> movie, maybe. It's like, it's yeah. like how Christmas... Like, it's not a Christmas movie because it snows, dude. But no, like, I, like... <laughs> Well, like Wild Wild West would have been a great one if it wasn't. But nobody in Wild that Wild movie West. was trying to like perpetuate <laughs> yeah. anything crazy. You you didn't walk away from that like. He cracked wow, two racial jokes in the beginning of the movie because he's a little Smith, and that was it. Well, there was nobody who you would say didn't make a whole community of people look good. Yeah. There was nobody that you would say, "Wow, that was a stereotype that didn't have to be continued on in film, in mm-hmm. print, and." You know, there's nothing like that. So that's why I don't That's what your girl was tweeting about the other day, Daphne Springs. Shout out to Daphne Springs, man. I met her at uh, the cop, no, the Laugh Factory. She's great. She is so nice. But that's what your girl was uh, tweeting about when she was like, no, you know, in that that skit. Oh, yeah. Blacker. And it went from like being like straight up ghetto to like being no massive. Yeah. And that's what always irritates me when I see. When people play those roles, I'm like, so what did you get from this? Mm-hmm. What did you, what did you put out into the universe that betters anything? Was there something there? Because I don't think so. And I, that irritates. So this is why I'm okay if he decided that I there's nothing out there for me right now. Yeah. I think it's excellent that you wait until you find something that is for you and you do it well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not even an anime fan, but it kept my attention, and it was very interesting, and it has a good dialogue, and then there's nothing there that I would feel like I have to explain away to someone. Yeah. You know, it, it's good. That's I true. like it. It's, pretty, it's solid. Yeah, but I said I wasn't going to talk, so... Well, I mean, too late. So, I'm looking right now to see what else he's done. His Wikipedia page is huge, man. Oof. But, um, you do bring up a good point, because in anime especially... Nandi! <laughs> the, uh... Oh, you worked on uh, Legend of Korra. I did not know that. Yeah, and he also worked on Black Dynamite. Oh, that's such a good show. I love Black Dynamite. Um, (laughs) See? (laughs) But uh, but no, but you you do bring a good point in anime, because back in the day, especially Dragon Ball Z, for example, there's a character, um, what's his name? The black character. The only black character. I know, I know. I cannot remember his name. (laughs) Yeah, but he's just black, like big red pipes. He didn't age well at all. Um, but now it You know what's funny? When I was a kid, because that came out when I was little, I thought he was an alien. Same. I didn't I know he was a black stereotype until I grew up. <laughs> Same. I was like, ooh. You know who was okay. actually no, let's huh. be real. The only black character in Dragon Ball Z is Piccolo. Pic- yeah. yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Piccolo's black. Oh, I don't care what no one says. When Pic- I saw somewhere that someone said like if any character is green or purple, yes. they're black. For some reason. I was like, I don't know why, but that makes sense. So? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. So black, yeah. So even with Sesame Street, Roosevelt Franklin was my favorite character, and I'm a thousand percent sure that he was black. Joker. Uh, Joker. Grover's Jamaican. Grover's, I believe he's like a Jamaican. Oh, oh yes. I wouldn't accept any other Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Roosevelt Franklin is purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Elmo being mixed, I know that he, I know the way his dad talks, but Elmo sounds mixed, like looks mixed to me. Because if you see his mom, she's got curly hair, and like I think it's had curlers in it a few times. Yeah. And Elmo's dad is like a soul patch and like wavy hair. I'm like, Elmo's mixed. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, you and Elmo 
us on the McDonald's. Yeah, me, Elmo, Naomi, Osaka, like we're all mixed. Like that's just Naomi Osaka. Me, oh, and uh, Drake, Drake and J Cole. Oh yeah, Drake and J Cole. Yeah. Oh, J Cole alone. Yeah, I don't really know much about him, unfortunately. But he don't want to be saying. Yeah. No, 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 no don't say that. Yeah, Which is it. funny because like I know a bunch of chicks who are like. A dude made this song about what chicks don't want to be saved. That's presumptuous. And I was like, I'm not touching it. Yep. Not touching it. I was over here listening to Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, but yeah, but now in anime, there there are a lot more better representations of black characters. There's still some epic ones here and there, but it's we're slowly getting more exposure to. And this culture. is interesting. the hard thing too is that like some of the stereo it's funny in anime especially if you watch like fight animes and sport animes and stuff like that a lot of the a lot of the stereotypes for black people are also stereotypes for americans but they're not stereotypes for africans like if you watch the african like oh yeah king and sure there's an african guy who's like stoic and like stands up like stands up straight and he's like kamaru usman basically they just make kamaru usman and then like the american character is like loud like yeah, let's go get him! And I'm like, that's not too far off of being a black guy. Like, you could have just swapped out the backwards hat and the blonde hair for, like, cornrows, and it would have been the same. Mm-hmm. So it's weird because, like, when we were kind of talking about that earlier, it's like, when we went to Japan, it was like, is this person, does this person feel iffy about me because I'm American or because I'm black? Because one of these, I'm, like, chill, and the other one, I'm like, I get it. Uh, I don't, Yeah. Unfortunately, it, it, I, I don't know. It's something where it's like, I don't. But when we, so there's a guy that we talked to who lived out there. Uh, he was an expat, like, like mom said. And he was like, bro, Tokyo's a city. Black people are always going to be in the cities. He's like, Paris, London, New York, like wherever you go, you're always going to find someone like you in the city. And I was like, that's true. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, the great cities of the world. I was like, okay, we don't need to, this isn't a tour guide, man. <laughs> this isn't a brochure of black cities. But I enjoy it. I did enjoy the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything that you didn't like? Like I said, just mostly, I, I thought that the characterization was a bit weak with some of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important that you establish who your characters are and why I should care about them. Because... We, you need, especially in an anime, because here's why I say, especially in an anime, in a live action TV show, it doesn't matter as much because you're going to know that you're going to know that Bruce Banner and Tony Stark are two different people. When you're drawing those characters, either you either have to be hyper detailed. Or you have to have a really strong characterization when you have two similar characters. Great example, Samurai Shampoo. I haven't watched it in a while, so I can't remember their names off the bat. But you have your one who's a rowdy guy with a pierced ear. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. And you have your other one who's quiet and wears glasses. Yes. See, and like, (laughs) this is what I mean. Like, I all I had to say was pierced ear, wild hair, and you already knew. And I think that this show could have used a little bit of that. Also, the Russian character, there's no accent there. Listen, she reminded me of um, what's the one show, She-Ra, where they turn into like cats or. Yeah, she kind of has. The new one? I haven't watched it yet. Is it any good? I haven't watched it. I saw clips of it. Fair. Yeah. So I'm like, she kind of reminded me of that. And she turns into a bear. I'm like, okay, I mean, Russia bears, vodka. 
sure. As a wrestling fan, there are some stereotypes that you're like, oh yeah, the Russian guy wears red because he's Russian, and mm. we don't question it. You know, the American guy has a flag. Yeah, carries a flag or some sort of weird blue collar thing like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Why do you carry two by fours to the ring? Because it's wrestling. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I feel like, but that's the weird thing. That's the, where shows like this are so interesting to me because where's that line between harmful stereotype and just silly. shorthand of this person's from Russia, you can tell because she drinks vodka. Mm-hmm. This guy's from Africa, you can tell because he has a typical African accent. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this person, well, the other one's obviously American. You know, so like, where's the line between that? And I'm, I'm really interested in seeing how that goes. My only take on her, which again, I don't know her name. Um, I, I don't, don't think they said any names. I don't think so. For the mercenaries, I don't mm. think they said any of their names yet. Which would be smart because they're mercenary, mercenaries. Um, what was I gonna say about her? She's I, such a weird dog. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the dead air. My dog got her head stuck in that curtain. Oh, now she's eating it. Hey, hey. <laughs> She's so weird. We put a blanket on her head and she tried to fight out of it for a couple minutes and then she just gave up. And then I think Lucy stepped on the blanket and then she tried to fight out of it again and then Gondol's like, what are you doing? Get off. No, just that on no, no licking. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I just... I don't know, I just don't like her character. I feel like the... The Russian character is kind of overplayed in a sense, like her, the the accent, her asking for vodka, and then turning to a bear. It's kind of like, I mean, I get it, she's Russian, but like anything else they can add to it. I like that they did bring people from other countries. It wasn't just the one guy and then Japan. Mm-hmm. I like that they did introduce like, hey, there's different characters here. You're not gonna, I, okay. I like that they introduced other types of characters that we're going to see. Mm-hmm. Except for Japan, uh, Japanese warlord and Yasuke. I like that there are other characters. Like, you're going to get a Russian mercenary. You're going to get... Because it kind of opens up... There was that episode of Samurai Champloo where they met the German? Yeah. Yeah. They met a German guy. And I was like, oh. You got pretty far in that. You were almost done. Why did you stop? I don't know. For shame. I don't know. See, I thought that... To me, I thought that the priest, pope, religious figure, I thought he was overdone. Like, I liked him there. Like, I thought he had a good, I think he has a good place. But to me, I would have rather see him like every other missionary that went around the world to change everyone's culture to be just like the missionaries who got there. Mm -hmm. I think that it would, like, that subtle, like, um, Mm, pulling you in kind of trickery would have done been really more. good here but he was very overt with everything but to me it would have been I would have liked to see him be like what a like a schemer well <laughs> I don't want to call every missionary a schemer but <laughs> what, I, what I do want to say is that I believe that when missionary you know if you're when you go out and you're trying to tame the uncivilized world it's from your point of view it's from your lens it's from your window you know so you're (laughs) 
when you're doing that, you are definitely trying to change someone to you. So quick you know? background. The reason why we're talking like this about the religious aspect, that's my mom, obviously. <laughs> we, I, I think you've been, no, you were on the kickback. You weren't on Blurred Minds. But we grew up in a church system. I'm calling it a cult. You don't have to. I'm calling it a cult. Why are you calling it a cult? Because it hits everything that marks what a cult is. You weren't, they encouraged you not to speak to outside people, the people outside the church. They encouraged you to spend your money within the church. And they held events so often that would get you away from other people that you really had no choice. And That's they also, the cult checklist. Yeah, they hit everything in the cult. So I'm calling oh. it a cult. It's just why they accepted. But we had missionaries that were like, oh, yeah, we just want to go to name a place. And then you found out later that, I mean, you see, um, No White Saviors on Instagram actually talks about this. These missionaries will build a church. Then all of a sudden you find out that, hey, they're not voting in local elections. Oh, hey, they completely withdrew from everything. Oh, wow, now they're sending their kids only to America, only to these schools, and they're coming back. So, like, that's why I'm calling it that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think you are right about the subtlety of the missionary, especially because you watch this. Castlevania had the evil priest. There's like nine of them in that show. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think if he wasn't there so often, like yeah. kind of just like that one scene at the graveyard and that's it, and he balanced him. Because he, he was kind of assertive. He's like, I'm going to rule the world. Kind of, kind of tell him just like his plans. I'm like, you need to tell us. Like, you can just like slowly drop hints here and there. Because I think of a chessboard when I think of the bishop. And yeah. how the bishop moves, he moves like, you know. Obliquely, literally dying. He does. He, yeah. You know, you're like, okay, watch out for the bishop. The bishop and the queen, you know, be careful. He's a little you know. shifty over there. They got, they got some, yeah, sketch stuff happening here. But that's what I thought of when I saw him. Like, mm, you could move more, more like calculated and mm -hmm. more. Taking him out of the second episode would have been a lot stronger. You're right. Yeah. Especially because like, you show him in the first one and she says, oh, hey, that's. Oh, no, actually, no, taking him out of the first one because he says that's going to cost you extra. And he's like, mm -hmm. don't worry, God will pay for it, basically. Yeah, I think that would have been a great stopping point. And then that's the only time yeah, we see Yeah, because right now he's looking a bit like a religious warlord. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Which, if you're doing an action anime, that might be your goal. Yeah, that could be your goal, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. You might want everyone to be like, no, everyone here kicks ass. And like I said, he seemed a little bit scarfacey to me for a minute there. That's true. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I can see that. I can see that. But um, but yeah. Also, I wish they didn't put down when they first when we first meet the all the missionaries and stuff. I wish we didn't meet them all at once. It didn't oh, make any sense yeah. at yeah. the boat no, scene. Like right. they all just happened to be there. I'm like, how did mm -hmm. they know that they were at the boat? Well, they explained yeah, it later with like the one guy, but like that's not good enough for me. Drip feeding us the different mercenaries would have been like. Well, because it seems like the robot and the other African guy are a team, mm -hmm. but it also seems like they don't want to be a team, because he tells that robot to shut up like four times. <laughs> and that's that that was kind of the thing that made it fun for me about like even the racial aspect of it. Like, So there's a part where Yasuke is an African, he's a slave. He, he is a slave, and he was sold to Japan. Like In history, that's how it happened. And there's another character whose name we don't know yet after episode two. And he looks like he's probably an African, what's the, what's the word? Like a mystic. Mm -hmm. He looks like he's like an African, um, like, a, like a priest. And, uh, <laughs> and this robot, which 
hilariously in ancient Japan, but there's a robot who's like, hey, he look, he's black. Are you two related? <laughs> and it's just so funny to me because, like, we've heard that. Mm-hmm. Like, us two have heard that. People asked if, the, if she was my sister, like, all the time. Here's the funny part, too. Hey, Braven, is that your sister? No. Is that your girlfriend? What? <laughs> I was like, we're not related, but I guess. Why is there... They'd be like, oh, are you guys going out? I'm like, that's my cousin. But... Yeah, we did, we did start saying cousin after a while. Yeah, yeah we did start saying that just to mess with people. Um, but... Your sister knows a girl. <laughs> right, like, what? <laughs> oh, good call, bro. <laughs> is that your sister? No, woo, good, because woo, man. Yo, I'm just saying, bro, like, what? Get out of here. Go away. Oh, Leave me alone. So but, um, no, like, that kind of <laughs> just kind of taking the piss out of the whole situation was hilarious to me because like and then he, later he brought it up he goes he mentions what tribe he's from he's like are you from is he from that tribe too and he's like <laughs> it just reminded me of like and my dad was talking about this the other day he's like oh you were in the air force did you know so-and-so so-and-so the guy stationed on the other side of the world for two years no i didn't know believe it or not <laughs> But I like his comic relief and almost, I, I, I think, is pleasant because you do hear those crazy things sometimes. It you know? shows And me I think that... it's kind of nice. It's, yeah. Because it's, it's, it also seems very harmful or harmless and innocuous. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem hateful. It doesn't seem like from a bad place. Because questions are okay if mm. they're from a good place and they're from coming from curious. So that's It did what I like seem about. a little bit like the white guy who's trying a little bit too hard. Like, he really wants to be a friend. Oh, yeah. you're from Chicago? Do you listen to Chief Keefe? And you're like... Why did you pronounce it like that? Right. Yeah, like, I like, shut up. <laughs> like, and he's like not trying to be... He's not <laughs> trying to be... <laughs> Yeah, and they want to be nice, and you, you recognize that. You're like, oh, no, okay. And I don't mind answering your question. Sure. No, I don't. Uh, I don't know who that is. Oh, wait, do you know Tanya? And you're like, no. Who? Yeah. Oh, she works in so-so, so-and-so. No. But I bet she's a really nice lady. Mm-hmm. She is. Oh, good. Yeah. The worst part, though, is that off chance where this happened in my old job, um, two people found out they were cousins. Mm. Okay. Here's how. So one person... So she gets hired on, right? I, I'm in the same class as she is. And these two girls immediately hit it off. Like wow. one, somebody who's been there and they just start talking. And she goes, oh, yeah, you know, and, you know, da, da, da. And this is like weeks and weeks. And she goes, hey, what was your last name? And she says her last name. And she goes, where are you from? And she's like, I'm from Chicago. And she's like, shut the fuck up. Where are you from? And I was like... This, I'm on the phone, by the way. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you need one second. Let me check my manager. And I'm just watching this. Because petty. <laughs> petty, and it was a job that I was like, eh, listen. We will all be there together. Um, and she's like, wait, where are you from? And she goes, oh, well, you know what? I used to live in on this block, but then we moved out to here. And she goes, what's your last name? She goes, oh, it's this and this. She goes, that's my uncle's last name. And she goes, wait a minute. Uncle who? And she goes, Uncle so-and-so. And she goes, that's my uncle. So I think what it is was that my friend, her mom married, no, I think it was her mom's brother or her mom's brother's wife or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was like very loose, but like they found out they were cousins. Interesting. 
interesting. And it was the weirdest thing because, like, they shared an uncle, basically. <laughs> so, like, that's the thing is that, like, you'll have that guy who's oh, asking you, like, all these questions. Like, oh, do you know so-and-so, so-and-so? Do you know so-and-so, so-and-so? And then there's the one time. Okay, like, actually, actually like, I do know that. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> You're like, now wait a minute, hold on. How do you know this person? That one I actually do. I met somebody who, okay, <laughs> the story is, I think I told you the other day, it might have been someone else. I accidentally went out with my friend's girlfriend, twice. Hmm. So, no, I, so like I hung out, so I met, I met this girl, and she was wearing a shirt that said Arizona. And I was like, yo, you from there? And she goes, no, but my cousin is. And I was like, oh, cool, who's your cousin? And I'm like, oh, okay, then, yeah, that's cool. And she goes, like, she goes, yeah, you know, um, why do you ask? I'm like, oh, because I lived in Arizona. She goes, oh, man, you might know him. Just kind of like a half-assed joke. And I was like, yeah, maybe. What's his name? And she said his name. And I ran track with that kid. <laughs> and so I, um, and so we started talking and hanging out. And we were just cool. Like, we were just hanging out. But I was like, hey, you know what? I, <laughs> this is how I should have known this relationship wasn't going anywhere. Now that I think about it. I was like, yo, I'm going to see Space Jam in theaters because they're re-releasing Space, Space Jam. Jam in theaters because I'm a child. So I went to go see Space Jam. She hung out with me and we both watched Space Jam. And um, I had tickets to a concert and I was like, yo, I'm going to see, I think it was Sublime. So like, yo, I'm going to go see Sublime. I know you're from the West Coast. Come with me. She's like, all right, cool. So I get back. So we get back and, you know, we're hanging like, all right, cool. You know, see you tomorrow. And I'm talking to my buddy. And my buddy's like, yeah, you know, my girl, she just saw Sublime last night. You know, she was hanging out with this dude. And I was like, oh, really? And I was like, man, that'd be weird. And she goes, yeah, you know what? Like, I, I didn't even know they were here. That would have been super dope to go to. Too bad I had duty. And um, I was talking to her later. And she was like, yeah, you know, I was hanging out with my boy with, uh, with, with one of my friends. And I think, you know, he might, like, really ask me out. This might be serious. And I was like, huh, okay. Like, two days later, I see them together. And she's like... Oh, hey, you're the guy that I went to go see Sublime with. And she, he goes, oh, hey, man, Raven, how you been, bro? And he's like, oh, wait, this is the dude that you went to see? And she's like, yeah, she's starting to blush. She goes, man, I love Raven, man. How y'all doing? And so because it was, like, super, like, and, like, he was like, yo, how do y'all know each other? I'm like, I just bumped into her one time, and I found out that I know her cousin. Like, I ran track with her cousin. They're married now. Oh. <laughs> They're married now. Nice. And then, oh, like, wow. apparently from what I've seen, I he's... I don't talk to him very often because his job is super crazy. Like, I don't know what he does. I'm not asking. Definitely not saying on a podcast. Um, but every now and then she'll she'll post up on like Instagram or something like that. And I talk to her every now and then. They seem happy. That's good. Everything seems good. And like, this was a couple years ago. So they've been married for a few years. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's kind of like that movie where that guy, he like gets with these girls. And after they break up, they find the love of their lives. Serendipity? I think so. I think so, actually. Yeah. There's a uh, vi- there's a video of uh, I really remember a few things. That's I remember being mad at that movie even as a kid because like no, just give the guy your number. No, we'll bump into each other one day. No, oh. you won't. You live in Midtown Manhattan. Don't You're never that. bumping into this person yeah. again. But that's why it's a movie. <laughs> that's right. That's why it's a movie. Well, we just today when we went to uh, the pizza place, I saw a girl who was looking at me. And she saw a guy, and she's like, oh, he was cute. Oh, the cashier? He was. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay. And like, I was like, hello, sir. <laughs> she's like, should we have gotten their numbers? And I was like, yeah, probably. Just went home. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> just went home. I'm never shooting my shot again. Did that once. <laughs> just went right, off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Wait, hold on. You got rejected as a chick? Child. Oh. Uh, we're not going into that story. 
Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't know chicks got rejected. <laughs> um, but yeah, you no. have to get rejected. Yeah. <laughs> I had one chick ask me out, and then she ended up rejecting me, and I was what? I was in my feelings about it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, no, she doesn't know who I am anyway. You remember Ruby? <laughs> Wow, full name? <laughs> <laughs> no, she asked me out, and then later, like, I, and I was in my feelings about it. I was like, man, I can't believe this girl rejected me. And I was like, I didn't even ask her out. Why am I mad? Mm-hmm. She probably loved you. She never speaks to me, so <laughs> who cares at this point? <laughs> Don't put my name on stuff. Mm-hmm. Your name is going to be on stuff. You've been talking the whole time. Yeah, but I meant just mom. Just leave me at that. <laughs> no, I'd have to do a good name for you. Mom is fine. No, no. Mom, the, pro- the producer. Yeah, mom the producer. Yeah, mom the producer. Yeah, yeah. we're good. Kobe, you know how Kobe's nickname was uh, the Black Mamba? Yes. He called his wife's nickname was Mambasita. Aw, that's so cow. Yeah. Yeah, That's actually the new brand that they're coming out with, uh, that she's coming out with. Mambasita. You know, she's not Mexican. It just means little mama. That's true. No, Ita. Ita? I think that just means little. I think that's just a feminine form of little. I, you know what? I don't want to lie. I don't know Spanish that well. <laughs> We're on the podcast. Shout out to the guy who was born and raised in Mexico who was in my freshman Spanish 1-2 class and would purposely miss two questions per test. That way they wouldn't ask him any questions. So he was the best student. And then someone found out because he used to let everyone cheat off of him. And he got arrogant one time and told the teacher that that's not how they pronounce it in Mexico. And then he just went, oh, jeez. <laughs> and they made him finish the class and then take Spanish 7, 8 the next year. And he was like, no one even fucking talks like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all proper. He got arrogant one time and it cost him. I mean, for real, no Spanish. Why take classes in Spanish? I asked him why he didn't. Well, yeah, it was an ETA, but I asked him why he didn't want to speak French. And he's like, I'm never gonna need French, bro. You're not wrong. He's like, I'm not moving to France or Canada, so why would I need that? France or Canada. Okay. I would live in France for a little bit. I don't know if I could do it my whole life, but I would. I would live in France long enough that I could go to the Louvre every single day and see every single thing I wanted for as long as I wanted. To Is see it free it. to get in? Uh, was it? I forget if it. No, we had to pay for tickets. No. Was it like crazy or was it? Like... I barely remembered I went there. <laughs> we barely remember the Louvre. I don't remember how much. I remember the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa is about that size. It's about. It's, it's tiny. It's tiny. It's tiny. Get out of here. And everybody crowds around it. And there's a there's a rope that ropes you off a good distance. And so you're like. What is that? Velvet? What is that? I mean, I guess she's smiling. I mean, she kind of squint hard enough. Yeah, it's tiny, 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 tiny. And I don't want you taking pictures, you know, because pictures wreck paintings. Uh, But everybody, flash, flash, flash. She has a paparazzi. But yeah, it's... I don't understand when people are like, hey, don't take pictures. Okay, let me keep my flash on while I take a picture. No, just turn the flash off, dude. (laughs) Are you taking a picture with a Canon 850 or whatever? Oh, oh, Europe, yeah, never mind. Yeah, they are. Like, everybody oh. has, like, a professional camera. They're like, oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, like, focusing in. Like, like yeah. her eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Set up tripods just in public. <laughs> like, these are great cameras. Here's my little phone. I'm like, oh. 
That's the best part is when your phone makes the shutter click noise. Do you remember old phones used to actually do the shutter thing? Yeah. Oh, oh I love flip that. phones. I miss. Oh, Samsung came up with a new flip phone. Oh, it looks cute. I want it. I saw that. I'm not a huge Ooh, Samsung guy just because I have Mac everything, so it just helps me like when I make stuff. But, mm. but I did see the. Hold on, you turn 24. I'll say my age. Oh my I want to begin. So you this. know. <laughs> the Motorola <laughs> Razor. <laughs> Wait, what? The Motorola Razor. Remember how swaggy that used to be? I don't even. That was even my first phone. I had like the, just like simple red T-Mobile flip phone. The Very Razor big. was like. The, uh, just a phone. It was like phone. a total status. Like yeah, no big deal. I just have a razor. That's all it is. Don't worry. About Razors, it. sidekicks. <laughs> oh, I the original iPhone. The the bricks. Just bricks. The original iPhone meant you had money. Like original iPhone. It was like when AirPods first came out, and I was like, yo. You yeah. Got AirPods, and I was like, yo, you bought a phone in the last six to nine months. Mm-hmm. I, had no idea what those were. I thought they were still sailing. People were losing them. I was like, "What is, what, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> why is that a thing? Why is I he talking to me? Why is he talking to me? I don't know. <laughs> um, did you see Toy Story three? Uh, no. Which um, one's that one again? The one that's no three is the sad one. Did you see Toy Story four? No, I just see the sad one. Um, we don't talk about that one. Too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> yeah, they must have been going through it. Like yeah, it's that funny because when you, I was I, like, why, would, why did who so thought, who thought of this? Why? Yeah. When you watch like the behind the scenes, it's really interesting because the whole Pixar team apparently they must have come up together because they're like, yeah, you know, like we all had kids going to college and like yeah. that was like Cars was like their kids were all going to college, so they kind of had to accept like, oh, we're moving on and you kind of you know you got and then Toy I Story three was like a sad like everyone's like yeah. We realized that our kids were becoming like adults now. They're leaving the house. So we're we were worried about the family. It's like all seventy of you, <laughs> everyone. We had kids at the lunch. So Jeez. Yeah, it was that was sad. But Twister Story Four made it better. Hmm. Twister Story Four is melancholy as hell. Though. Like looking back, like Which there's one was that? the one where Woody leaves at the end to hang out with Bo Peep. Oh. Like it is necessary, and like as I get, I like stories, so like it did make storyline sense. But like, oh, I did want to. I met um, writers in the sky. They're the ones who sing Woody's Roundup, and it was really great. They were super nice. (laughs) I heard we went to something, and I was like, "Do you hear that? (laughs) That sounds live." First of all, second of all, that sounds like writers in the sky. Mm -hmm. And And here's the funny part: no one in the family fought her on that. They're like, yep, you I was like, I don't know like, what I'm talking about. Like, no one was like, Riders in the Sky. All of us were like, Riders in the Sky. Isn't what he's round up from Toy Story 2? Like, it was weird. Like, all of us were like super down for him. Like, okay. And we went and we met them and took pictures and they said, they were like, they were so nice. So, I don't know how many admirers they have. <laughs> you, they, they have to have known that Woody's round up, like, did numbers for them. Oh, they have to, yeah. There's no way, they, yeah, they have to know. Well, Raymond, I don't know how you end these. But I'm That's done. true. Listen, we got an hour 15. Of what? More hour time? 15. Oh, no, we, we, we okay. got an hour 15. I was shooting for 30 minutes. Hey, you sucked me in because I wasn't even going to say anything. <laughs> I just wanted to see what's going hey, on. Hey, believe it or not, my mom likes to talk. It's almost like we've done three other podcasts before. I don't remember those. Amnesiac Mom, the producer. You heard it first. <laughs> so, um, 
You have plans. Do you decide this on the yeah. podcast? Sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next week. Are you doing this again? Uh, next week, yes. Next week is what, though? Well, uh, I get paid next week. That's all I know. Hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tattooed the week after. That means it's yeah, I'm a, oh, I need to plan for that wedding. Oh, it's a wedding. She's not getting married. No, I, I understand that. But <laughs> May seventh is next week, so Friday May seventh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh. What? I have a wedding that Saturday. Yes. So, yeah, I'm busy. I don't know the wedding. Oh, you want to go Thursday? Yeah. Thursday's is probably better. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do this again on Thursday. Dresses and everything already. Kind of, but I think I probably I probably have to buy another dress just in case. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you just wear that hoodie there. You have to give it in cash. Because <laughs> I've seen that hoodie a lot. I know how much you love that I hoodie. Know, I know you have. So literally, the only time I wear this out is like I'm gonna see Brayden. <laughs> Every time. Every time I see her, I'm like, oh hey. It's very comfy. I, I, I'm very, sure. Yeah. Um, really quick, what did you get married in, Mom? Uh, my favorite skirt and shirt and uh, shirt shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tie-dye skirt. I loved it so much. God, I love that skirt. Like, a lot. Like, I wore it so much. Like, I can't even tell you. I wore, I wore it so much. And uh, a white t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know why a white t-shirt's funny to me. <laughs> I don't know why the white t-shirt. I just assumed that like the shirt would vaguely match. No, it's a white tee, just a smooth, damn franchise boy. Yeah, white t-shirt, tie-dye skirt. What kind of shoes are these? Were they swaggy or were they just like? I think they were Keds. Awesome. Well, it was like what nineties, whatever. One. You could wear Air Forces. What Air Forces? You have Air Forces on right now. With my tie-dye well, skirt. Yeah, with the skirt. Oh, I'm sorry. Have y'all never been to the East Coast? I'm from the East Coast. But it was tie-dye. You are? Yeah. Oh, no, but you're from, like, like bougie East Coast. I mean, East bougie. Coast where... Bougie? I love saying that, too. I love saying that, too. <laughs> I'm messing... Huh? I've, been get, I've been getting that reaction on you for, like, three years by saying that. Bougie? What did I say? I, no, you, you got, like, legit... Because I said you were from Connecticut, I think. Oh, yeah, I was like, huh? Excuse me? Whoa, <laughs> my bad. Rhode Island, because they're so different. Hey. It's a very tiny state, but I still respect it somewhat. You guys got, I think you guys have a baseball team there, so. Yeah, like my yeah we don't talk about that. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. But we do have the longest name, so. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, because it's like the Commonwealth and the whatever of yeah, or something. It's a Pawtucket, uh, Rhode Island, and then Providence Plantations or something like that. Yeah. Or the other way around. Something like that. I haven't been there in a while. I love how that's what they named it, and then for like 150 years, everybody's been like, screw that, we're just calling it Rhode Island. <laughs> so. All right, well. Um, so usually this is when I would give people a chance to plug their stuff. Do you have sign-off music? I don't even have sign-on music. You know, how much, you know how expensive that is? I tried to get sign-off music. Oh, you didn't even make it? No, make up your own. I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it. Um, <laughs> I actually know that that was a project. I thank you for reminding me. That was a project I wanted to get on. You could sing it off. Yeah, just like a theme song. Do you know a song? I, or like I, a, a you know phrase? what? I, I do have something. But really quick, um, do you have anything that you want to plug? 
an Instagram page, maybe one for your plants or something. I know, I know. I'm, I, I... One moment. You should have told me this at the beginning. I do this every episode. <laughs> in my defense, I haven't done it, or in your defense, rather, I haven't done an episode for a really long time. Yeah, you guys can go to My Habitat for the number four, Insanity. If you like plants and gardening, or if you know someone who does, follow me, and um, you'll be uh, informed of my garden. Nice. <laughs> and anything on your end? Um, not really, no. I was going to plug in my, my poetry, but I haven't been in the chair. So. That's okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm not going to... I never force people to share, first of all, but especially something... Next time, yeah. Yeah, especially something that's like... That means that much to you. I get that. So, um, let's see. This will probably go out... I think I'm going to put this out on Monday. That way people have something to listen to. Um, cause I'm not listening to a podcast on a Saturday. Oh. That's when you listen to... Scoundrel. Yeah, who will be listening to podcasts <laughs> on Saturdays? An hour or something long? Yo, I judge people who wear tucked-in shirts on Saturdays. What are you doing? What are you doing with a tucked-in collared shirt, I'm bro? I'm doing that from now on just on Saturdays. <laughs> Yeah, wait how dumb you feel. I will be Because you have a tucked in polo on. You're walking outside with a tucked in polo. And I'll be fashionable. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, are you, what are you doing wearing slacks in these streets on that Saturday? Are you barbecuing slacks. for your local golf team? Get out of here, weirdo. Um, but yeah, go ahead and I'm going to put this out probably Monday. Um, I'm going to pretend like I'm going to edit it. I'm editing it. I'll probably just throw some music on. Um, so this will be up on the Blur Vines podcast site uh that'll be on spotify and apple music till then follow starving artist creative on instagram and definitely follow the website because i'm working on i think two or three more articles to knock out so you know just constantly working also you heard it here first i'm in negotiations for a basketball tournament so we're talking about that right now i'll have more information on that but things are moving forward for the first time in a while. So I'm super, 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 super pumped about that. But till then, this was Mom the Producer, a.k.a. Just Mom the Producer. Cool, yeah. perfect. This was <laughs> That Awkward Queen. Are you still going by That Awkward uh, Queen? No, I'm just going to call me Awkward. Awkward, word. Yeah. I can roll with that. Awkward <laughs> and Brave and the Grown-Up Kids. So till next week, be easy. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.